I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Judging by our uh, good news and final segment, it does sound like a Sean episode. Anyways, welcome everyone to 182 of Radish, uh, the show and tell podcast where we bring you the good stuff and only the good stuff every week. We assure you of that. Haven't said that in a while. It feels good to say. Uh, I'm your host, Sean Jingle Horse Barry. The holiday season. We got a giddy up Jingle Horse. Pick up your feet. Picking up my feet. I'm Will. Uh, I'm just like a regular guy at work, but I come home and I have a kooky sense of humor, play the elite video games, and listen to secret music. And that's just crazy. <laughs> what is this a reference to? <laughs> it's, a, it's a Tumblr post I can't stop thinking about. <laughs> listen to verbatim. secret music. <laughs> crazy how you could be a regular guy at work, but you come home and have a kooky sense of humor, play the elite video games, and listen to secret music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the secret music is. I listen to the secret music. The secret it's play the elite video games and listen to secret music. <laughs> the elite like, video game. Like there's a tier list. <laughs> I come home from work and play Last of Us, and I have every year. <laughs> I have a kooky sense of humor. But you're just a regular guy at work. <laughs> Crazy yeah. how this can be. I'm this everyone's is- everyone's favorite radish podcast host, the Wanderer. I'm the wanderer. <laughs> Come into our house. We'll ser- we'll serve you food and milk. <laughs> do you do you wonder? Is it like, what is it like no, Wonderball or Wander? No, the wanderer, like the guy from Harry Potter who makes the wands. Uh, no, I'm a guy who wanders. Would he be called a wanderer? A wandist. A wandist. <laughs> Wandavision. Wandavisionist. What is a wand if not a stick persisting? <laughs> 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 Speaking of a stick persisting, Lego has released a, a new set that you can't possibly get a piece out of without using a knife, which breaks Lego code, and it's got some people in the community up in arms about it. And I <laughs> brought this new story because I was I saw it on Hobby Drama. I was like, oh no, Lego drama is pretty fun. Um, and it, it you know brings to mind the question of like. Why are you so deep in this, man? Like, who's going to take... <laughs> the, the the set is for... It's the UCS ATAT. So it is, uh-huh. like, not just, like, a Lego ATAT. It is massive. It is $800. It is tens of thousands of pieces. And it's part of the... I think UCS stands for the Ultimate Collector Series. So it's part of, like... This is, like, aimed towards adult collectors. Or as I, they call themselves the community, AFOL, adult fans of Lego. Come on. Um... There's all these different. You gotta be more creative than that. My favorite is a snot, which is a a studs not on top, and it's just describing a certain uh, piece of Lego. There's a lot of fun acronyms in the Lego community. I have a flat piece. I'm too poor to be a part of the Lego community, so I've just like grazed the surface of it. But I I catch news of it on the uh, on a Reddit. Um, But this here's what's wild to me, and and why I might kind of agree. Uh, with the A falls a little bit here, but not for the reason that that they, um, uh, or at least with the fervor that they disagree, is yeah. why is Lego releasing a set that you have to use a knife? You Children don't have also to build... use a knife. If Does you want re- to, if you want to take it apart, you have, you have to, to use a knife. Which why would you ever take apart your eight hundred dollar AT AT? That's the thing is that. 
but it's Legos. You take it apart and you put it together. Exactly. Right? That's this is where the split is. Either like one, this is an eight hundred dollars set, so the people who are buying it um, are either putting it together for purely display, or they're not opening the box at all. But there's a philosophy thing here, like you're going with Tyler, where it's a Lego set. You're supposed to take it apart and put mm, it back no. together and change how you want. I'm strictly saying that we should not require knives to fully use this Lego set because of children. It's not a philosophy thing. Don't, but don't no, loop me but in no, with these AFALs. But no child is getting the $800 ATAT. And if they do, maybe they should be playing with a knife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they live in a different world. <laughs> I guess that's fair. And I should clarify, it's not all AFALs. It's it's just a selective community. <laughs> not like, all AFALs. Not, it's truly it's truly not like to be an adult fan of lego perfectly respectable community it is gonna you know you're gonna show your friends this like weird room in your house of course but with all hobbies <laughs> you get a weird room in your house um but meanwhile it's just... me and me and the adult fans of mega blocks over on zanga are, <laughs> are having the time of our lives yeah we have we have a bunch of knockoff power rangers and boy they hurt your hands just like god intended <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm perfectly fine with my like model car Lego sets, and if they keep doing like the fun little art piece, like that bonsai tree is quite nice. Like that's the thing is that I just buy them for display. Like I'm not rolling around. I thought about like you know customizing it somehow, but I don't have enough pieces. Mm. So it is this sort of thing I can only buy for display. That fucking I'm not getting the ATAT though. Goodness gracious! <laughs> it's, well, it's because it's because, it's because Peyton doesn't trust you with a knife. Uh, is why you're not getting the well, ATAT. Well, that's the thing so. is that I wouldn't take a knife to it because I wouldn't be taking it apart. Hold on, does this? I I must have missed something here. Does this yeah. ATAT come pre-built? No, no, no. So when you're putting it together, it requires you putting these pieces into a place that uh, you cannot uh, then pull them out of. Gotcha. Which you can do with parts. And so you can only really pull them out with a knife. So if you are fully disassembling your ATAT, then you have to like get a blade in there to pull it out. I understand now. So yeah. you would have had to have assembled it in the first place and yeah. then wanted to take it down. Okay. Uh, which is more than I've ever done with a Lego set. Yeah, yeah. I'm changing I, sides. I'm changing sides. <laughs> <laughs> I if have you're all someone, for Lego doing this. Who, yeah. who doesn't have, who has $800 to spend on this and doesn't have, not even a knife, just like a flat, a, a, a flat piece of metal or something yeah. or flat <laughs> a, a putty knife could do this job probably sure well, yeah it, it's it's the fact that it just breaks philosophy like lego's supposed to be like you're not supposed to need anything obviously you get the little brick separator to make things easier but you're not supposed to bring in outside non-lego elements to like That's, i don't care we stopped listening to the danes when we took over great britain <laughs> yes and, and and another another uh different example is uh uno Uno on Twitter is saying, hey, you can't stack plus twos on plus twos and plus fours on plus fours. And everyone's like, okay, Uno, thanks for making the cards, but I, th I think we know how to play the game. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 the Lego doesn't owe these people anything. Yeah, I hope the next Lego set requires two knives and a, <laughs> yeah. and a Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> They're just they going to put a, a set of little like crazy glue in there and be like, actually, fuck no, people do that all the time. Never mind. I have to think something it. crazy. Three knife style. We're going Zorro on this bitch. You got to put a knife in your mouth to be able to build the next one. <laughs> Reject, reject Lego, uh, embrace Gunpla, which is $17 for all of them. <laughs> they are a pretty standard price of less than $20, and they move. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Either way. Not uh, either way. No, <laughs> no, it's not. You don't. Oh, uh, this is a tough race. Just hope, just hope both sides have fun. No, I hope the Lego people choke. <laughs>
Good for you, Lego. Make it harder for the the A Fall Elite to take <laughs> apart their their big Star Wars robot. You're 35. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, ethered. Well, they fell into the river. <laughs> the rescue chopper. Build the rescue. Hey, build a, build a rescue chopper for their ass. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Just the person. This is like like I'm I'm I understand the, the like Lego is supposed to be self-contained, but like. The way this is written makes it sound like Lego killed a member of the community. <laughs> <laughs> Which I uh, guess they have, but like, I don't know. Lego's, someone put it exactly. Lego is a 3D jigsaw puzzle for well off adults, <laughs> which is nail on the head. Yeah. I, and sometimes I've learned knows. my lesson into not to bring news from hobbies that I enjoy. <laughs> or I will be roasted uh, Look, inadvertently everyone- into the dirt. <laughs> Everyone likes Lego. The fact that no one can buy it is the is the problem. Oh yeah, it's like it's it's super expensive. Um it's not a good hobby if you have money. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like I don't know, it's it's got Star Wars stuff. It shouldn't be $800. It's, it's got little bumps on it. Still better than NFTs. Yeah, we'll at least give it that. We'll give yeah. it that, Sean. Hang on. I'm going to see if there is one. An NFT? Uh, oh, a Lego NFT. Lego did mysteriously tweet, tease NFTs in March, but took the tweet Yikes. down. When people, were, when people were like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> people were like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was it was teased, but I oh. guess they uh, listened listened to the community. And I hope, they, I hope they start including a knife with this one. <laughs> That's how you address it, right? <laughs> if, it, if, the, if, the, if the philosophy is it has to be in the box, they should just put a knife in the box. Yeah. Or build a Lego knife. If you want to take this one piece out, fuck you. <laughs> I can't think of the. Po- it's just it's a whole fucking like philosophical debate. It's just like no one's gonna take the piece out, but it's like oh, but we can't now. So if you replace all of the pieces with replacement pieces, is it the same set? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> the set of Theseus. Yeah. <laughs> you put a little uh, Harry Potter inside the ATAT. What does that do? <laughs> I'm I'm also my the best Lego set is the one you get at Costco and it's like fifty dollars and it's just a bunch of like multicolored different shapes. That's the that's the best one. If you're if you if you're following the instructions, you're doing that's the whole point of the Lego movie. They made <laughs> two of them where the moralists don't follow the instructions and these people who are the fandom have completely missed the point. Much like the Star Wars fandom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must be the meshing of two, honestly. That's, that just yeah, makes it so insufferable. Well, what can you do? <laughs> Either way, <laughs> let's move on uh, to our show and tells. I think we have a uh, some live well, a quick one. Do it. okay. Okay, I'll start hit, off hit, first. Hit it, hit it quick, real easy, real quick. Will and I made our uh, grand return to professional wrestling this week um, in the ring. Yeah, we unfortunately won. not. <laughs> wish. Um, we went and saw AEW Dynamite in Atlanta. Um, and it was an absolute blast. I've missed seeing live wrestling. I've fell off the horse big time and like keeping up with it um, and like watching it weekly and the pay-per-views and things like that. Um, but nothing, it, it still like brings you back in to go and see it live. Again, I'm just here telling you, go watch live wrestling. Just go at least to one show and just feel the energy of the crowd. Watch the moves. It's just, it's so much fun. Um, we saw... The, when we saw AEW the first time, it was January of 2020, and home 
town favorite. Well, I don't know. I'm not quite sure, but uh, Cody Rhodes uh, did a full moonsault of a what 20 foot steel cage um, onto someone Damn. below, and it was fucking excellent. It was inc- an incredible moment. And you know, walking into the arena this time, you're like, oh, it's smaller. There's no steel cage match. It's just a street fight. That would be fun, but it won't be a steel hey, cage. Are there match. knives allowed in street fights? There was a knife. Wow. There was a knife. See? Um, and how was the crowd reaction? Because that's against the rule. Well, here, I'm, like, I'm getting into it, Tyler. They, could, they couldn't okay. see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, near the, like, they just, there was a perfect, it was like, oh, an excellent bit of storytelling where, like, they would pull, it was Cody Rhodes versus Andrade El Idolo. And it was a street fight match, which meant they could, you know, pin each other outside the ring, use different, like, typically banned weapons and props. And so there was like going through the match, they were pulling out chairs, staircases. I think there was a kendo stick at one point. Um, but throughout the match, each either Cody or Andrade would pull out a table from beneath the mat and they go, not yet. And the crowd would go wild. Like we got to have a table, give us a table. And like, it was nearing the end of the match. You could tell it was kind of getting the end. And Andrade finally pulls out a table, puts it in the ring, throws Cody up against it. It breaks in half. It was great. And he does it again. It's fantastic. And they're like, all right, these tables, this is great. And then they pull out. Did Cody pull out the final table or was it Andrade? Do you remember, Will? I think Andrade did. Okay. Normally, normally it's Chekhov's gun. If you pull the table out, you're the one who goes through it. That's all, these, all these broken tables, you know who's going to be upset? Freddy Krueger. Why? No, no one got the I think you should leave season two reference. Oh, Eddie oh. Monster 2. Eddie Monster no. 2. That's I how I make my money. Your job is tables. <laughs> um, Come on, guys. But Andrade pulls it out, sets it up. And there gets to a point where Cody's got like Andrade's on the turnbuckle. Cody's right beneath him. I think he's setting up for assault, um, like a moonsault or a, a suplex. Suplex. That's it. I shouldn't be talking about wrestling. This is Will's game purely now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was. I'm, I just want to say how fun and extreme this was. But basically, Cody's wife comes up in the ring, surprise. And she like sprays the table with lighter fluid. And from where I was, I thought she was just like dropping tacks on the ground. Like, I thought she just had, like, little tacks. It was just kind of, like, spraying them around. I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Both situations sound less than ideal. Also, Lego would have been fun. <laughs> Lego would have <laughs> been true. fun, yeah. Disassembled Lego. <laughs> um, and, you like, right at the last second, like, oh, it's lighter fluid. And Brandy lights the table on fire. And Cody just gets Andrade and just, like, suplexes him into the table. Flaming. It was just, it was you know full arena on like the tables on fire and the whole crowd was just it was electric it was fantastic and obviously you know cody won the match it's hometown he's got to and it was just an incredible spot um a lot of the other matches were really fun like really well put together as aew is known for a lot of good like you know uh, introduction of storylines in terms of like you know rivalries uh, or beefs um, again um, but yeah, uh, back here to say, if you have a chance to go see live professional wrestling, please do. It is uh, such a fun live event. And I hope they oh. do a pay-per-view at some point. In Atlanta. I just hope they do it someplace where beer is not $9. Cause that was, beer that was, was the $9. Only... That's how they get you. Yeah. It was craft though. It was Yingling. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can't get Yingling out here on the West coast in the Midwest. Uh, so was at least land chart. I don't even know if uh, we have a land shark. We just drink Budweiser. <laughs> it's Arizona Budweiser. It's all they have. They don't even have water or milk. 
Uh, good news. My phone just went off. The, it was letterbox to tell me that point blank point break is now on Peacock. Oh, so, shit. Let's end this. Let's end this right now. Yeah. All right. Gotta How do you get some notifications? That's incredible. Uh, He's friends with the Peacock. The I don't know. Just like, I guess like anything on your watch list, like once it comes to a streaming service you have, you can have it so it notifies you. I got to work on my watch list. Goddamn. Cool. Damn. Let's end the episode right now. All right. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> point break. <laughs> Uh, but I can tell you about something you should watch uh, after Ooh. you watch Point Break uh, once or twice. Uh, okay. Uh, Netflix right now uh, has an animated series that they're for the one of the first times they're not doing it all episodes at once. They are doing it weekly, uh, three weeks on delay from the international broadcast where it comes from. Um, and that show is called Comey Can't Communicate, and it is a delight. I would uh, highly recommend if you like I don't know sitcom uh, me IRL posts. <laughs> to, to watch this because it is maybe one of the most relatable shows I've seen in a long time. Uh, it, it deals with a, a, a main character named Comey. It's her last name. And she is a, a new student at a high school. And on her first day, she becomes the most popular girl at school. And so it's relatable. Bear, bear with me. Um, <laughs> Uh, everyone is enamored by her good looks and terrified of her because of her icy cold demeanor and treat her like a god and give her things and are just afraid to talk to her. And she is like uh, on a higher plane of existence than the other high schoolers. Uh, and you find out the reason of this is because she's terrified. She has crippling social anxiety and is near agoraphobic. Uh, <laughs> but because she is good looking and doesn't talk, everyone thinks that she's just cool and aloof. And that creates a more intimidating atmosphere. And it's just a positive feedback loop of her being terrified of people <laughs> because her entire life, people have been intimidated by her. Um, oh. And she thinks people hate her. Oh. Uh, oh. And so. Relatable, the, the, honestly. It's just like every episode is just like her trying to like do a Starbucks order or like get a haircut and being too afraid to like interact with people. Uh, very, very relatable. Lots of jokes about like, you know, just idly standing there and being afraid you're like doing it the wrong way and stuff. Uh, she communicates exclusively through notes held up to people. Oh. Uh, it's, it's very, very fun and like kind of heartwarming. Uh, the main character, the main character who's not her, the kind of like audience insert is a, a kid who's like the definition of average, like average everything ever. This is a running joke that like he gets the average test scores and like he gets like the exact 50 percentile on the fitness test uh and he's really good at like blending in and just kind of like observing the crowd and day one of school he gets it he's like oh she's terrified when everyone <laughs> oh. else is like ter when everyone else is like terrified of her he's like oh no she's really scared oh. and so he offers to help her make a hundred friends and that's the plot of the show is she's trying to uh make friends with people who uh, when they have class uh, class president elections, they vote her as God instead of class president, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which just scares her more. Uh, and it's it's really fun. You should watch it. It's on episode six now. I think it's going to be 12 this season, so you can watch and catch up pretty quickly. It's got a lot of fun characters. Nice. Very nice. Uh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. Hopping from one fun show over to another. Um, as everybody on you know who listens to Radish knows, I'm a member of the AFCOM community. That's adult fans of the cinematic universe of Marvel. Um, I uh, who who thought that one of the best Marvel properties to come out this year would be Hawkeye? Um, I did. Not you me. did you you worked yeah, yeah. see a lot a lot of people were uh, will I mean well, we'll we'll get to this I, I you know a lot more about what this is going to be then. Some of you weren't on the Jeremy Renner app when he was dropping all these clues. <laughs> right. The real right. the real J Ren the real J Ren true uh, diehards knew about this for a while. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Well, I, I found out when they had that Disney Expo, I feel like it was a year ago, maybe two years ago, where they announced all the Star Wars series, all the Marvel series, and we were like, oh my god, Moon Knight, oh my god, Loki, and then we were like, Hawkeye, okay. Um, but it ended up being, I, it's tied for Loki, with Loki for me, but it's, right now, it's it's probably the most fun project to come out of Marvel this year. Um it it has been a blast. Uh, Jeremy Renner, of course, repri- reprising his role as Hawkeye, but he's more of kind of like he's kind of like a Logan figure. If you guys have seen Logan, um, you know he's he's older, retired. Um, he's got uh, kids. He's got kids. Uh, he's Grown he's kids. actually he's hard of hearing, which is a a big part of the series. Uh, and I found out, Will, did you? This this is based on a series yeah. called Deaf Hawkeye, right? Yeah, or at, at least colloquially. Hawkeye. In like the 2010s, I want to say 2011, maybe, mm-hmm. and uh, it's he has like the, the golden retriever and stuff, and has hearing aids, and it's very much it's the basis of this one for the gotcha. most part. Like lot lots of elements from that, which I do recommend reading if you have access to that. I might like I might just because this has been so fun. The plot of this is Hawkeye's back in New York City, and um, for those who have been following the MCU, when the snap happened and all of that, he turned into this mercenary named Ronan that went around kind of cleaning up the streets. Uh, so this new player entered the game played by Haley uh, Haley Steinfeld um <laughs> she plays Kate Bishop uh another archer that's pretty much just as good as Hawkeye uh pretty much kind of stumbles into the situation there's a case of mistaken identity there's lots lots of gangs in the streets well gangs or it's literally called like what what the pinstripe gang or the it's the the tracksuit gang the tracksuit gang it's the most it's ridiculous Tracksuit Mafia, the most ridiculous gang uh, of of uh, of just over the top uh, people that that I've ever witnessed in a, in a Marvel series. But they're all chasing uh, both Haley Steinfeld down, Kate Bishop, and uh, and Hawkeye. And um, I wasn't going to talk about it this week because I was like, ah, oh, let's let's give it some more time. There's only three episodes out, but this latest episode, the third episode, half of it was this over the top, really fun, bizarre car chase that was just so fun to watch. Uh, the whole time I was wondering how they filmed it. I think they probably did it in that crazy uh, 360-degree uh, screen thing that they had, that Disney's been using in all of the different Marvel and Star Wars series. Mm. Regardless, fun time. If you're into the Marvel stuff, or maybe even not that into the Marvel stuff and looking for something to watch, um, it's, it's, it's so good. And Haley Steinfeld is so committed to this role. She is so so fun, very charming. Like I get where people get exhausted with the, you know, Marvel MCU sense of humor. Oh, that happened. Like the Joss Whedon bullshit, Mm. uh, like Eternals was full of it. Um, but Hawkeye like transcends, it has its own, like kind of like, I don't know. Haley Steinfeld just does so well with that sort of just like dialogue and just that sort of way of interacting with people that, I I thought you know Chris Pratt and Dave Bautista and I mean honestly the whole cast of Guardians of the Galaxy do well with it but Haiti Seinfeld is just so like charming to watch. Um, I was I'll co-sign the show and tell Tyler I was hesitant at first. I saw it came out I was like someone told me it had the same vibe as Falcon and the Winter Soldier and I was like ah no, I didn't like no, that it doesn't um, even. it doesn't it feels like it has the same sort of like small neighborhood crime fighting magic as like the first couple seasons of Daredevil did. Um, which Speaking of I, which, I was gonna say there might be there might be a reveal. Ooh. Nothing's been revealed yet, no spoilers or anything like that. But well, uh, it mm, it I the third episode has a a pretty, pretty obvious, big reference. Yeah, uh, a big reference. If you can, they bring Stanley big back. reference. <laughs> yeah, they bring back Stanley. Um, we dug him up. It feels a Disney lot has like the money. Daredevil. 
Um, I will say in the third episode, we're not going to spoil this this minor reveal that may or may not be related to Daredevil, but they do introduce a new character that they've actually already given a series to. Oh uh, yeah, and that's Echo, and it's uh, a deaf. Uh, sh- she's a she's a villain now, um, but uh, she's like this super trained deaf freaking badass, and she's chasing them down and beating the shit out of them. It's it's fantastic. She's the one from the Shadow of the Colossus game. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah if i I agree with you tyler that this is like the most fun i've had watching a disney plus series since loki um Mm. and so if marvel can keep turning this kind of stuff out i mean i'll i'll keep on i don't know how it's gonna like get into the wider swath of things as far as i know uh we might see yelena is that oh, it? it's almost certain we'll see yeah. you know, from, um, uh, from Florence Black Pugh Widow. from Black Widow. Um, so I haven't seen it, but I know that's it's related. Like it does exist in that same sort of universe of like Falcon and Winter Soldier and Black Widow and oh, phase four stuff. I just realized the gravity of what happens if Hawkeye meets Natasha's sister. You, you I mean, act, oh. watch, watch, if anything, watch the ending scenes, the, the post credit scenes of Black Widow, and it explains why Yelena will pop up in Hawkeye. Just okay. Um, oh, boy. I'll, we'll, we'll leave the minutia talk to the best pal cast on yeah, yeah. for us. I don't want to uh, lose folks here. Just yeah. watch Hawkeye. Like I said, really fun time, especially coming off of Eternals. Uh, it's going to be a nice pump up for Spider-Man in the next oh, few weeks. Oh, for sure. God, it's going to be so fun. Uh, speaking of best pal cast, we have an ad for them. Hello everyone, my name is Griffin Reynolds. And I'm BJ Guest. And we are the hosts of The Best Palcast. It's a show where two best friends discuss video games, movies, TV, and everything in between, such as... The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who would win in a fight? Samwise Gamgee? Or Axel Foley? Yes. (laughs) And we even have guests like Andrew Gebbia and Alex Melton. If this sounds like a rip-roaring good time to you, then swing on by. We have new episodes that drop every Wednesday. And we record live on twitch.tv slash thebestpalcast on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there. Last week I talked about, I gushed about Get Back, Peter Jackson's uh, new three-part Beatle documentary for Disney+. Plus. I have since finished it. It's fantastic. That's a feat. It's a feat. I I texted... what Sean failed to mention about this series is I went to go watch it. I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard great things about this. Sean has has done a very fantastic review about this. I'm going to throw it on. I went and saw that the first episode, hour and like 50 minutes long. No, second no, no. episode it is, is like two and a half hours. I, the last one's like three hours. I'm like, what I, the hell? I mentioned it, Tyler. I said that each episode runs about two and a half hours long. Uh, it feels like a Peter Jackson trilogy. I, t- I, I must bring have. that up at the top. Sorry. And Sorry. I will it say. It also feels like a Sean show and tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it feels like, you know, um, but I realized like we talk with folks about it because, you know, working in a music store, a lot of people have been watching it. Um, it's like it's a nice thing to have on. Like, it's a nice comfort watch. It's like it's nice to just like, oh, there are voices and there's like a presence. So it's not it. you don't really feel it's, the right. So you're saying it's it's nice in a sense that why you leave your TV on for your dog when you when you go. No, somewhere. because it's still it's like interesting. The, it's like the Yule Log channel. It, it's I, like, I'm really enjoying it. I, I it's, really am. It's like, a, I, I, I'm going to name another conventionally boring thing, but it's like Kim Burns documentaries. Like <laughs> they go on forever, but it's like even if you kind of dip out and you get back in, it's still interesting. Um, I feel but you. That got us thinking. 
if you could, I hope this inspires like a whole new, like, oh, we've got footage from this recording session. Let's do the same sort of thing. Or, you know, people go on to like record albums. I would love to see this continue um, because that was, I think, one of my favorite parts of Get Back is just like you don't get to see the recording and creative process this way that hasn't been just like shoved through so much PR mud for just like this is how they came up with the album and you get you know i haven't watched the taylor swift documentaries yet but i imagine it's just like it's kind of that where a lot of things are like staged of them just like playing the song like i wrote this for this and instead you get and get back you just get like people just riffing and then songs come from that and that's that's what I think. that is a crazy moment that's like what after I think. paul coming yeah. up with get back yeah uh, that's that's that was cool. really almost chilling to watch um like I would love to see more of that when it comes to like recording art albums. And I thought we could talk about like the sort of artists or any specific albums that we would love to see a eight hour documentary about. So what do y'all think? There's a, there's a couple, I think number one, I want to be in the room where Gordon Lightfoot pitched record of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he recorded it like the month after the shipwreck happened. And like, I don't really care about the creative process. I want to know about the decision to be like, Gordon, don't put this out yet. <laughs> like, what was the, what was the, cause like, it didn't come out till like 11 months afterwards. Oh, okay. They said like, he wrote it like, like the week after <laughs> he wrote this like song about a shipwreck. And like, I want, I want to be a fly on the wall. Just like, just like once a month, he just pops his head into the record label and they're like, no, Gordon, not yet. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Is it a good time? Is it too soon? <laughs> Just like you were sitting around like, ah, I mean, it is reverent, but like <laughs> a lot of people died last month. <laughs> I mean, what was the Drowned difference between death. college writing human being and the miracle on the Hudson? Well, no one died there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. In fact, a hero was born That's in right. that moment. That on inspired. December morns. Sully <laughs> rose from the ashes of that plane engine. <laughs> Actually, a few ducks died. Yeah, it sucked in some geese and spat out a hero out the back. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what about you? I want to. I want a to peer into whatever ring of hell the song "Christmas Shoes" came out of. I want a whole <laughs> series about how "Christmas Shoes" was conceived. It's um, all Christmas. I, I imagine it was all studio <laughs> artists. Like it wasn't like a band or anything like that. Oh, it is a band. I, oh, it is. Yeah, it's fucking. Well, uh, damn, it's, it's not Hillsong. Um, keep talking. It's, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, well, I want to see the conception of this. I want to see the the reception of this. Like, I want to see the whole journey of of the song. Honestly, I mean, I'm convinced it was a Hallmark movie script first. Right, right, of course, surely. And they were like, "Hey, how do you? How can you make a song?" He's doing the Paul humming to get back, but he's just like <laughs> reading reading a rejected Hallmark script. Yeah, you know, I wonder if like Lifetime reached out and was like, "Listen, we need a heart wrenching ballad for this movie." And even Lifetime was like, no, guys. <laughs> so, no, no, no. You'll be delighted to hear it's the reverse. Uh, oh. The song was originally written by uh, the band New Song. New huh? Song. That's what you're going to get with fucking Christian rock. Uh, the st- song's storyline was inspired by a Christmas story that St. Louis-based radio personality DC Chimes found on the internet. Fucking a love New Song DC fans. It's a copy pasta. Chimes <laughs> asked Eddie it's a crappy pasta to write a song based on the narrative. So the song came from like a story from the internet, and then you get the faith-based Christmas Shoes movie that airs on Lifetime or whatever the fuck. Um, I want to see. It. I want to see that journey. I think it'd be interesting. 
We need you to write a song that's the audio equivalent of a Precious Moments figurine. What do you got for us, <laughs> new song? That's exactly it. Why did he sing it in the butt rock voice? That's oh. all he knows. It's very funny, and uh, uh, it makes Peyton cry every time. Not every time, but it, it makes Peyton a little Peyton emotional to hear it. So I, put her on, put her on, put her on blast. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's funny to sing. I think it's funny to Mr. Play. Hustlers. It's a great karaoke <laughs> song for the holidays. Um, I. There's okay. This the first one I have is a little bit of cheating, um, because there is a sort of equivalent. Um, what was it in 2019? Someone leaked the mini discs from the OK Computer sessions. Mm-hmm. So it's just I think 10 hours or so of just raw audio from Radiohead recording OK Computer. Are and, they cons- like are they coming up with it too, or is it just them in the studios recording the songs for the album? Like it's that's, them, that's like, different. It's them like playing different versions of the songs or just kind of riffing oh, okay. on them. So you hear songs that were on the album. You hear better songs that are like B-sides. It's just like, or better versions of songs. You hear them jamming on certain songs. I would love to see footage of this. Uh, I know Radiohead, you know, made a, a documentary along with OK Computer called Meeting People is Easy, which was about the tour after OK Computer. Um, but I would just love to see, you know, Tom and the boys in the studio putting together this music obviously Radiohead's such a cop out for me because i would love to see any of them but i think these sessions in particular would be something else to see uh sean mentioned butt rock uh, <laughs> one uh quite literally i want to see i, I want to get back for guar i want <laughs> i want not even the music because the music is like fine i want them sitting around like five dudes in like a wood panel basement just like all right <laughs> For this live show, we're going to have a puppet of John Kerry spray ketchup on the audience. <laughs> and we're going to have a two giant butt cheeks open up and have fake urine. I want to so, see what didn't make the cut of the Guar shows. <laughs> what that was left great. on the cutting room floor? The props that couldn't be built from Guar. <laughs> you know hey. there's rejected Guar props out there. I think a Guar documentary would be much more deserving of the phrase some kind of monster than the Metallica one. <laughs> not anything that i think it would also thing. deserve the phrase get back yeah <laughs> <laughs> true truly truly uh, my next one uh i think everybody would love to see this uh, i want to see a get back style documentary following dr teeth and electric mayhem yes yeah that's the correct answer tyler yeah. got it i hope disney's like oh disney man this is really Come popular on. let's let's get eight hours of the muppets in <laughs> absolutely get the real kermit that. voice <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> um, I also, I would love, you know, again, another obvious one. Would love to see King Gizzard in the process of recording Onagon Infinity. I want to see, like, the idea of, like, oh, we want all the songs to join up. And I want to see the just them recording just relentlessly. And I wish, I hope at some point we get, like, a, a view into Stu's, like, Gizverse, like, conception. Um, you can buy one on a sheet. What do you mean? <laughs> There's a guy who sells how he writes the music. It comes on a sheet with a bunch of little squares on it. You can rip it off and see exactly how it comes up with all the albums. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. If there's a guy, if there's a guy at a concert handing out what looks like stamps, you know you found him. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> it's an LSD joke. Uh, <laughs> it's like, are you talking about that music? Was Writing music? But I think that'd be great. King Gizzard, I'd watch anything, but Nonagon Infinity in that era specifically. Would love to see. This is my this is my last one. Uh, this is well, also like in the time it takes you to watch Get Back, King Gizzard's written two more albums. Yeah, uh, true. So, choose how you make it make sense, people. Um, 
this is more of like a drama, I guess. But like, you know, you know, you two nailed the recording of Vertigo in one tear. (laughs) And then they all sat around and they were like, somebody got to tell Bono that Catorce is not four. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, like an eight hour drama of like the people at, I don't know, Apple records or whatever, just like. I mean, it's Quattro. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like it's, One, everyone two, knows this. Three, 14. Catorce and does like, sound better. I'm not a YouTube fan, but. But, but you'll die on that hill. <laughs> you'll die on the hill that Catorce is better than. <laughs> I don't care what sounds better. It's not the right number. <laughs> That's the Bono sequence. Like the Fibonacci sequence of one, two, three, six. <laughs> um, my last one is I want to see a Get Back style documentary about Beethoven writing all of his greatest hits. Because, and not because I, I really like Beethoven, uh, because deaf. everyone, uh, for some reason, everyone's just astounded that this this footage has been unearthed. And they're like, oh my God, we've never <laughs> seen the Beatles this way. I think it'd be much more impressive if footage was unearthed of Beethoven <laughs> writing his greatest hits. <laughs> On a Super 8 camera. <laughs> just... <laughs> I was going to say Amadeus is the closest thing we'd possibly get to that, but I, I, I yeah. see. It's just like Peter That's Jackson crazy. is. Yeah, it is. It's not real. <laughs> um, Peter Jackson's unearthed and restored photos from the 16th century or whenever <laughs> Beethoven was alive, 17th century, whatever. Um, all right. My last one is like I was thinking of like some of my favorite albums of all time. And I was like, of course, I would love to see the you know the creative process behind those. Uh, but I decided I was like, can't do all great ones. I got to get one dud. I want to see one dud <laughs> that I would just be fascinated to witness. And uh, it came down to Weezer's Make Believe, um, uh, which. Why not Hurley? Because <laughs> Hurley doesn't have a good song Beverly on it. Hills. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Uh, I would just see Rivers Cuomo just put these like dumb fucking songs together that several of which still do slap looking at you. Perfect situation. Uh, <laughs> still a lot of fun, but like, man, just to, like bring up Beverly Hills and like, all right, we'll do it rivers. And and then, you know, at the end you get, a, you know, a time jump and they're in what? 2010, 2011. And they're contacting Jorge Garcia and like, Hey, we got an album idea. We need your help. He's like, sure. What can I do? Like, not much. <laughs> we just don't need your the photo. Don't get up from where you're sitting right now. We just need your permission for this photo. <laughs> Jeez Louise. But yeah. Not really not related. Did you guys know that every year Guar hosts a barbecue festival called Guarbecue? <laughs> I like heard about that. That's That's where is that? Ohio? Uh Virginia. Oh. I think a Guar show. After, you know, talking up seeing professional wrestling for so long, I think going to a Guar show would be a lot of fun. The problem is it's none of the original guys. That's true. It's all like the 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 once uh Dave Dave Brocky died. Yeah. He was like he was the, like the one founding member who'd been there since now it's all people who've been there since like the nineties. Yeah. It's not real I'm gonna gatekeep Guar real quick. But I mean like that's <laughs> it's it's like seeing the Blue Men group or the Wiggles. Like it's not the original guys, but you know what you're getting into. Hey. They didn't love the little guys in the Wiggles. No, it's clearly not. Yeah. Yes it is. No, it's not, it is. not anymore. <laughs> Wake up, Jeff. Well, let's all let's open all your honest. eyes, Jeff. We're on our second or third Paul McCartney too. So yeah, that's obvious. Yes. Yeah. And our third Avril Lavigne. <laughs> that's mm. true. Yeah. Well, folks, that'll that's gonna do it for episode 182. I've been Sean. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at that Sean Barry. Not sure for how much longer. Uh, and uh, rest I, in peace. <laughs> yeah, and Sean and Barry everywhere else. Uh, I'm Will. You can find me at Will from online, uh, pushing the agenda that Avril Lavigne 
didn't die and was replaced by a clone. Avril Lavigne was imprisoned and she broke out and killed her clone and took over her name again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real conspiracy is that the second Avril Lavigne's the real one. The first one was the fake. Ah, uh, I'd buy it. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for her. Uh, I'm Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the show online at Radish Pod, uh, as well as our network at IndieSaurusNet. Go to IndieSaurus.com slash Discord to join the Discord and uh, be a little more sad in your day. Um, now, we can talk about Tyler's Tournament of Champions and the first Titan fight, Titan-sized fight um, in the Tournament of Champions. On one side, we have the Transformers Starscream. On okay. the other side, we have Evangelion Unit 2. We're talking about Asuka Langley Soryu uh, in her Evangelion unit. I forgot this is a bracket now. I do think Starscream's pretty resilient. He's but the evilest of all of them. He tries to usurp Megatron whenever he, he can. Starscream's but the plane. Does she yeah. have? Yeah, a jet. A jet. Does Does Unit 2 have the backing of like all of Nerve? Yeah. Uh, it's just a one-on-one -on -one fight. It's just a one-on-one -on -one fight. I mean, once you take out the umbilical cord, you only got like half an hour. <laughs> I mean, is that all it takes? And, and, well, true. she can't fly, is the thing. Uh, yeah, you can yeah. transform into a jet. Does Asuka have this the is... uh, the lands of Arginus? Longinus? Longinus. Longinus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she gets all of her best stuff. Like, she's, she's just... coming in prepared. And I don't think Starscream is the type to, like, oh, I'm just going to fly in the air and wait it out until she powers down i think he's going in to fucking fight you know i think if it's into end of eva i think she wins it i think any other time i don't think she does so it's difficult uh i didn't know that we needed to do two different kinds of evangelion unit too i mean she's she, she, she she's she's you know more motivated in the viva yeah. she realizes you know it's like with the the ode to joy yeah uh I don't. I don't know if she and has a sense of motivation. Either, this is just a tournament fight. You could bring in Oscar from the rebuilds, and that. <laughs> no, we don't do that. <laughs> she said. I said Soryu, which is not her name in the rebuilds. Oh, you're uh, right. You're right. We've. I, I've. I considered it. I cast it right out of my mind. I got to give it to Unit Two. I think. Mm. John, Unit Two, Unit Two. All that, right. It feels. I mean, I don't know enough about Transformers or Starscream's like moves. You said Starscream, and I thought it was one of the racist cars that talk a lot. Uh, what? <laughs> the fucking, the, they were like the last, you know what I'm talking about. They were like the two like comedic relief cars. Oh, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Gotcha. The ice yeah. cream truck gotcha. car. Gotcha. I don't know what they were called. No one does. All right. We'll give it, we'll give it to uh, Asuka. Put it to Twitter. Put it to, put it to Twitter and see. Yeah, put it to Twitter. Yeah, we'll put it to Twitter. God, I All wanted right. to do Shrek versus Goliath from the Gargoyle series, but you guys don't know enough about Gargoyles. Is that the big I one? I know there's a gargoyle named Goliath. Yeah, he's yeah. a big person, one. He's voiced by Keith David. <laughs> I, that ah. I Googled him when you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the gargoyle series, but I remember it being like too dark and spooky when it was on for me. So I was like, I'm not going to watch that. I read a couple yeah. comics a in the Disney Adventures. A gargoyle versus a street shark. <laughs> oh. Well, that's, that. not, right. that's not officially <laughs> that's sanctioned. Not, Never mind. Yes. That's, that's a street like match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. All right, bye. See you next week. <laughs> bye, everybody. Okay, let's go. Shh.